You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, the views from Mint Street Podcast rolls on. Rob Brown and the great one, Lonzo Reitzel, with you here, ladies and gentlemen, as we get set up for Carolina taking on Tampa Bay. Hey, if you haven't done it yet, do us a favor. Spread this pod around your social circle. Let your friends and family who are Cats fans know about it so we can continue to grow the show. All right, what's on the line this weekend? When Tampa hosts the Carolina Panthers, first and foremost, though, we've got to win out. Tampa clinches the division with the win this weekend. Okay. Uh, Despite being a bad team, despite being a team that absolutely could end up uh, going in as the worst team in the NFC playoffs, despite the potential with one more loss. Uh, I, I scratched that. I believe it would take them to lose out to have no one more loss would guarantee them a losing record. They have to win out to not have a losing record. They could very well still go into the playoffs with a losing record. If they win this weekend and drop their week 18 showdown. Uh, that being said, Tampa Bay can clinch and I don't want to beat it at horse though, but these are the types of games that have built the legend of Tom Brady up. These are the types of games when everybody says Brady's done, the back's against the wall, he can't get it done, it's finally time. He comes out and he tries to do something like this. We have got to make damn sure, Lonzo, that we are the author of our own destiny, not Tom Brady. I know we keep harping on that, but there ain't but a handful of quarterbacks in NFL history that have the type of legacy for games like this that Tom Brady does. I want to make sure that when we walk out of this game this weekend, if we get beat, it is not because we laid down to Tom Brady. It's because Tom Brady took a hell of a beating and still did Tom Brady things. All right. So we, we touched on the defense, but we haven't touched on the offense. And and the best defense against Tom Brady is the running game of the Carolina Panthers. If you can put up numbers like you did last week, and continuously pound the ball and pound the ball and pound the ball. It does one thing. It keeps Tom Brady off the field. And when Tom Brady does get on the field, guess who el- who's rested? The defense for the Carolina Panthers are nice and rested and hungry and fresh and ready to go make him eat some turf and see some sky. But the best way to do that is to be consistent and run the ball and stick to the game plan and do what you did last week and do what you did three weeks ago and all the other times that the Panthers have won games is run the ball consistently. Time of possession, if if you have, like they did last week, and they do when they win, they, they win time of possession big time. 
you keep him off the field, he can't beat you. And the Panthers are capable of doing that. Let's talk about that defense just a little bit. The offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, is a mass unit right now. They have been absolutely decimated by injuries over the past, well, really all season long. And it has led to Tampa Bay having the worst offensive rushing attack in the National Football League. They are averaging less than 78 yards per game, uh, which I think you can tie directly back to the sub-500 record of the Buccaneers. Brady has thrown one or fewer touchdowns in 10 of 15 games this season. Leonard Fournette, one of his best games of the year was last week against Arizona, where he had 90 yards, 90 yards through the air. Fournette has scored three touchdowns all season. The Panther defense has surrendered two touchdowns to running backs over the last six games. Two touchdowns to running backs in six games. We talk about matchups. We talk about strengths and weaknesses every single week. The strength of the Carolina Panthers defense has been at the point of attack. They have helped the defensive backs who are very good, look better with coverage sacks, etc. They've got to take advantage of the number one Tampa Bay weakness, which is a banged up, Who's who of who the hell is that on the Tampa Bay offensive line and an inability to run the football? We have talked about this in both segments so far. We'll talk about it in the third because those numbers, 77 yards a game and Carolina allowing just two rushing touchdowns in the past six games combined, that is where we have to – we can talk about the run game of the Panthers, and we will – but removing Tampa's is the key to this game, maybe even more so than our run game being on point. I, but I, I disagree, I guess, to some degree. I don't know how many other ways I can work in degree into, into the sentence. Probably that was it. If we run the ball, they can't. Because if we run the ball, they stay off the field. If we run the ball and score touchdowns, then they're going to be forced to try to throw the ball which means their running game is non-existent. And, again, it keeps the defense fresh. And it's just the key to the entire season. And I don't think we've had a pod or a segment this entire year where we didn't mention that Carolina needs to do as Richard Sherman directs. And that's run the football. That's not not what he said. Richard Sherman says, run the goddamn football. Uh, and I very much hope that we do. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the 320 on the ground last week. Uh, by the way, I, I, I'm not huge on Chris Berman nicknames, but did you hear the one he gave to Chuba Hubbard? Is he still the, working? I didn't. I yes, he is. The, okay. the, the fastest right. three minutes, I believe is the segment he does. Uh, Which I think it's longer than Hubbard. three minutes, but uh, go ahead. He referred to him as the Chubin missile crisis. That's phenomenal. Uh, that's well done. Um, I, I bet someone else wrote it for him. But anyway, maybe we'll see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as Lonzo pointed out a second ago, that's your game. Run the ball. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape in this one. Carolina, I didn't, I, 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 this one kind of took me by surprise because I felt like I know it, but also seeing it written down kind of shocked me. 
25 and 19 all time against the Buccaneers. 25 and 19, Carolina owns uh, this series so far. However, Carolina's last win at Tampa Bay came all the way back in 2017. 2017, they won at Tampa and went to the playoffs last year. The last time Carolina has been to the playoff. This is the fourth time the Panthers have played on New Year's Day in their history. We are one and two all time on New Year's. The last time we did was Jan 1 of 2016 season playing against Tampa Bay. We lost that game. The only win on New Year's came all the way back in 05 with a win at Atlanta. Here is your tale of the tape stat-wise. Total yards per game. Carolina still at the bottom of the pile. 29th in the NFL with 306.9 yards per game. But Tampa Bay at 15, 346, just 40 yards better per game. On the ground is where all the difference is made. Carolina, with the addition of that Detroit game last week, averaging 131 on the ground. That is 10th best in the NFL. Tampa Bay, as we mentioned, averaging just 77 yards per game on the ground. That is dead last in the National Football League. Through the air, this is where, again, it falls on Brady to get it done. Carolina, 175.9 per game through the air. We know that. We're not a throwing team. We don't want to be much higher. 29th in the league. Tampa Bay, 269.3 through the air. Fourth best in the league. Lonzo, like him or not, Brady can still get the ball around the football field. You've got to keep them out of the end zone and make sure that if he gets his 270 through the air, that's the only 270 that they get. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the point right there. If, if that's all they get, then the Panthers have got a shot to win this thing and should win this thing. Um, with all the joking that I do, Tom Brady's still good. He really is. He's the, the best quarterback at 45 years old ever. I don't remember if there were any other ones, maybe back in the day when it first started. Uh, maybe yeah, but that's when they were smoking heaters and chugging brewskis on the sideline. And it, that I think it also might have been before the forward pass, I, yeah. I, possibly. So, I mean, so basically all you were doing is handing the ball off. And how hard can that be? Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is... Does, will Brady go out this way? Because this, if if he loses this game, they're done, and this might actually be his career. I think when he retired last year, I don't think anybody was completely certain that he was going to stay out. I, I think you ready, you ready, you ready for the fun rumor that I heard yesterday from three or four different places that he's going to Denver or Seattle. What? That he might go back to New England. You know, I've heard that before too. Uh, is that team much better than the one he's on right now? Uh, no, but they also ain't much worse. Well, he can't play any of those commercials where where he's calling someone in New England and coming back because uh, the the guy who did those commercials is in trouble right now. So <laughs> and and uh, 
they owe Brady some money. Uh, no, I uh, what? But but if Brady goes back, is Belichick still there? I don't know. So many intriguing things are going to happen in the offseason. But you know what? If the Panthers could win this game, they could get the offseason started early for Tampa Bay and for Tom Brady. And and uh, I would appreciate not that. not remember this. Carolina has to win both games. I know. Because Tampa, Tampa can still uh, win at the end and steal it. We'll see how that plays out. Let's finish up this tale of tape. Here's what's really interesting. For all the talk about Tampa Bay's offensive line, which has been really, really bad, they still have surrendered the fewest sacks in the National Football League, just 19. Now, a good chunk of that is because at Brady's age, he's gotten rid of the football faster than he has in years past. He does not sit in the pocket facing pressure and still looking. If he doesn't have read one, two, or three, he's getting rid of the football into row C of the stadium. They've only allowed 19 sacks, best in the NFL, but they're also not able to block in the run game at all. Got to take advantage of that. On third down, the Panthers remain one of the worst teams in the league at converting third down. That is to say, converting 29.4% of the time, 31st in the NFL, Tampa Bay 21st at 37.6% of the time. Got to get better at converting the third downs. You cannot give break. And, and, and listen, go back to the uh, Bucks saints game. Remember that game where the Saints pretty much had Brady beat the entire game until the last three minutes? The mistake the Saints made was they had two or three different opportunities on third and short, third and mid to convert and win the game, and they didn't do that. They gave Brady extra possessions. He turned him into a couple of sevens and finished off the Saints' choke job. We can't do that. Get off the field on third down on defense. Stay on it on third down on offense. That's got to be the name of the game defensively this is where it gets interesting because tampa's defense is actually not that bad sixth best in the league in yards per game giving up less than 316 we're giving up over 344 rushing yards per game 17th best in the league passing yards per game fourth best in the league giving up less than 196 yards per game 41 sacks on the air for tampa's defense good for seventh sixth in third down efficiency defensively, giving up just over one out of every three third downs that they face. Only 16 takeaways. We have 15 for comparison, and they are allowing less than 21 points per game tied for seventh. Look, the Panthers have won the turnover battle in two of the last three games, have not turned it over in five of the six wins, not thrown in any in interception in any of the six wins and one turnover since back in week 12. Again, Zoe on paper, tail of the tape, everything lines up to says that Carolina can win this football game. It's just going to take a hell of an effort and a game plan similar to what we did last week. All right. A, uh, a, a sneaky key to the game, I think is Sam Darnold's feet. You talked about how good uh, Tampa Bay's, Pass defenses, they're going to have to account for Sam Darnold because each week he's got a little more confidence about running the ball. I remember when he came back, he was recovering from a high ankle sprain, and you could tell that he was a little, not necessarily ginger, but a little bit uh, cautious about when he ran the ball. Each start, he's running a little bit more. And when you have to account for that on top of the other guys running the ball, 
I, I think it might open some other passing things up. But yeah, I think oh it hurts. I think I think Sam Darnold is the key to the game. Uh Sam Darnold has been an underappreciated runner. We talked in the last pod or the Monday pod how much I loved that read option that we ran. It's a very college-based thing that can only work in the NFL if you've got three things. A successful running game that threatens a defensive line, a good decision-making quarterback, and then a quarterback who can actually make the play with his legs. We know Darnold can make the play with his legs if he makes the right read. He read everything perfectly against Detroit. I would not be shocked, Lonzo, to see that read option come into play maybe five, six, seven times during this game, especially if Tampa's defensive line starts getting over-aggressive. Absolutely. Hey, um, I know we're finishing this thing up. I want to give my my last little bit because I just don't have a whole lot left um, in this year. I mean, you know, that's it for me this year. And a new year's coming up. Hey, in the new year, I, I, you don't need anyone to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm talking talking to the listener. I'm not talking to Rob, although Rob can listen to this too. Be the best you you've ever been coming up in this in this next year. That's all we can ever do is look to improve. Be the best you that you've ever been, and uh, it'll make the world a better place. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you had a spectacular 2022. We know 2023. We are attacking full speed, 100% on this pod, on the show, in our lives. And uh, we hope that you do the same. We hope you have a very healthy, very happy start to 2023. And we look forward to spending it with you guys right here on the Views from Mint Street Podcast. Next episode, the wrap-up drops on Monday. And hopefully, fingers, toes, and all available appendages crossed, we will be talking about the fact that we've only got to get through New Orleans to make the playoffs. We'll have the full breakdown on Monday's episode. Until then, keep pounding, baby.